Today is the 23rd day of November. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I am Brian, and it's wonderful to be here with you around the global campfire today as we gather and move forward together. Another step forward in front of us. And uh, our next step forward will lead us back into the book of Ezekiel. We are nearing the end of the book of Ezekiel, a couple more days. And then yesterday we began 1 Peter, which we will continue forward in today. We're reading from the Christian Standard Bible this week. Today, Ezekiel chapter 45, verse 13 through 46, verse 24. This is the contribution you are to offer. Three quarts from six bushels of wheat and three quarts from six bushels of barley. The quota of oil in liquid measures will be 1% of every core. The core equals 10 liquid measures or one standard larger capacity measure. Since 10 liquid measures equal one standard large capacity measure. And the quota from the flock is one animal out of every 200 from the well-watered pastures of Israel. These are for the grain offerings, burnt offerings, and fellowship offerings to make atonement for the people. This is the declaration of the Lord God. All the people of the land must take part in this contribution for the prince in Israel. Then the burnt offerings, grain offerings, and drink offerings for the festivals new moons and Sabbaths for all the appointed times of the house of Israel will be the prince's responsibility. He will provide the sin offerings, grain offerings, burnt offerings, and fellowship offerings to make atonement on behalf of the house of Israel. This is what the Lord God says. In the first month, on the first day of the month, You are to take a young, unblemished bull and purify the sanctuary. The priest is to take some of the blood from the sin offering and apply it to the temple doorposts, the four corners of the altar's ledge, and the doorposts of the gate of the inner court. You are to do the same thing on the seventh day of the month for everyone who sins unintentionally or through ignorance. In this way, you will make atonement for the temple. In the first month, on the fourteenth day of the month, you are to celebrate the Passover, a festival of seven days during which unleavened bread will be eaten. On that day, the prince will provide a bull as a sin offering on behalf of himself and all the people of the land. During the seven days of the festival, he will provide seven bulls and seven rams without blemish as a burnt offering to the Lord on each of the seven days along with a male goat, each day for a sin offering. He will also provide a grain offering of half a bushel per bull and half a bushel per ram, along with a gallon of oil for every half bushel. At the festival that begins on the 15th day of the seventh month, he will provide the same things for seven days. The same sin offerings, burnt offerings, grain offerings, and oil. This is what the Lord God says. 
The gate of the inner court that faces east is to be closed during the six days of work, but it will be opened on the Sabbath day and opened on the day of the new moon. The prince should enter from the outside by way of the gate's portico and stand at the gate's doorpost while the priest's sacrifice is burnt offerings and fellowship offerings. He will bow and worship at the gate's threshold and then depart. But the gate is not to be closed until evening. The people of the land will also bow and worship before the Lord at the entrance of that gate on the Sabbaths and new moons. The burnt offering that the prince presents to the Lord on the Sabbath day is to be six unblemished lambs and an unblemished ram. The grain offering will be half a bushel with the ram, and the grain offering with the lambs will be whatever he wants to give, as well as a gallon of oil for every half bushel. On the day of the new moon, the burnt offering is to be a young, unblemished bull, as well as six lambs and a ram without blemish. He will provide a grain offering and half a bushel with the bull, half a bushel with the ram, and whatever he can afford with the lambs, together with a gallon of oil for every half bushel. When the prince enters, he is to go in by way of the gate's portico and go out the same way. When the people of the land come before the Lord at the appointed times, whoever enters by way of the north gate to worship is to go out by way of the south gate. And whoever enters by way of the south gate is to go out by way of the north gate. No one may return through the gate by which he entered, but is to go out by the opposite gate. When the people enter, the prince will enter with them. And when they leave, he will leave. At the festivals and appointed times, the grain offering will be half a bushel with the bull, half a bushel with the ram, and whatever he wants to give with the lambs, along with a gallon of oil for every half bushel. When the prince makes a freewill offering, whether a burnt offering or a fellowship offering as a freewill offering to the Lord, the gate that faces east is to be opened for him. He is to offer his burnt offering or fellowship offering just as he does on the Sabbath day. Then he will go out and the gate is to be closed after he leaves. You are to offer an unblemished year-old male lamb as a daily burnt offering to the Lord. You will offer it every morning. You are also to prepare a grain offering every morning along with it three quarts with one-third of a gallon of oil to moisten the fine flour, a grain offering to the Lord. This is a permanent statute to be observed regularly. They will offer the lamb, the grain offering, and the oil every morning as a regular burnt offering. This is what the Lord God says. If the prince gives a gift to each of his sons as their inheritance, it will belong to his sons. It will become their property by inheritance. But if he gives a gift from his inheritance to one of his servants, it will belong to that servant until the year of freedom, when it will revert to the prince. His inheritance belongs only to his sons. It is theirs. The prince must not take any of the people's inheritance, 
evicting them from their property. He is to provide an inheritance for his sons from his own property, so that none of my people will be displaced from his own property. Then he brought me through the entrance that was at the side of the gate, into the priest's holy chambers which faced north. I saw a place there at the far western end. He said to me, This is the place where the priests will boil the guilt offering and the sin offering, and where they will bake the grain offering, so that they do not bring them into the outer court and transmit holiness to the people. Next he brought me into the outer court and led me past its four corners. There was a separate court in each of its corners. In the four corners of the outer court there were enclosed courts, 70 feet long by 52 and a half feet wide. All four corner areas had the same dimensions. There was a stone wall around the inside of them, around the four of them, with ovens built at the base of the walls on all sides. He said to me, These are the kitchens where those who minister at the temple will cook the people's sacrifices. First Peter 1 Peter 1.13 through 2.10 Therefore, with your minds ready for action, be sober-minded and set your hope completely on the grace to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, do not be conformed to the desires of your former ignorance. But as the one who called you is holy, you also are to be holy in all your conduct. For it is written, Be holy, because I am holy. If you appeal to the Father who judges impartially according to each one's work, you are to conduct yourselves in reverence during your time living as strangers. For you know that you were redeemed from your empty way of life, inherited from your ancestors, not with perishable things like silver or gold, but with the precious blood of Christ like that of an unblemished and spotless lamb. He was foreknown before the foundation of the world, but was revealed in these last times for you. Through him you believe in God, who raised him from the dead and gave him glory, so that your faith and hope are in God. Since you have purified yourselves by your obedience to the truth, so that you show sincere brotherly love for each other from a pure heart, love one another constantly because you have been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable through the living and enduring word of God. For all flesh is like grass and all its glory like a flower of the grass. The grass withers and the flower falls but the word of the Lord endures forever. And this word is the gospel that was proclaimed to you. Therefore rid yourselves of all malice, all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and all slander. 
like newborn infants, desire the pure milk of the word, so that by it you may grow up into your salvation, if you have tasted that the Lord is good. As you come to him, a living stone, rejected by people but chosen and honored by God, you yourselves as living stones, a spiritual house, are being built to be a holy priesthood, to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. For it stands in Scripture, See, I lay a stone in Zion, a chosen and honored cornerstone, and the one who believes in him will never be put to shame. So honor will come to you who believe, but for the unbelieving, the stone that the builders rejected, this one has become the cornerstone and a stone to stumble over and a rock to trip over. They stumble because they disobey the word. They were destined for this. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his possession so that you may proclaim the praises of the one who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. You had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Psalm 119 33 through 48. He. Teach me, Lord, the meaning of your statutes, and I will always keep them. Help me understand your instruction, and I will obey it and follow it with all my heart. Help me stay on the path of your commands, for I take pleasure in it. Turn my heart to your decrees, and not to dishonest profit. Turn my eyes from looking at what is worthless. Give me life in your ways. Confirm what you said to your servant, for it produces reverence for you. Turn away the disgrace I dread. Indeed, your judgments are good. How I long for your precepts. Give me life through your righteousness. Wah. Let your faithful love come to me, Lord, your salvation as you promised. Then I can answer the one who taunts me, for I trust in your word. Never take the word of truth from my mouth, for I hope in your judgments. I will always obey your instruction forever and ever. I will walk freely in an open place because I study your precepts. I will speak of your decrees before kings and not be ashamed. I delight in your commands, which I love. I will lift up my hands to your commands, which I love, and will meditate on your statutes. Proverbs 28, 11 
A rich person is wise in his own eyes, but a poor one who has discernment sees through him. Okay, so here in the United States of America, tomorrow is Thanksgiving Day. That is a really, really major holiday here in this country. And then the day following that is called Black Friday and everybody shops and shops and shops, right? And it's Christmas season from that point forward. So we're in a time of year, we've mentioned it a couple of times along the way, like things speed up, our rhythms shift and change. And most of that's been said in the context of finishing well, like day by day, step by step, this is how we will finish well. And that the scriptures are there in the chaos if we hadn't figured that out yet. Like we see the chaos in the Bible and we see God working among it. And then we see in our own lives how disrupted things can be. And the scriptures are there to lead and guide us and give us perspective. And so we have some perspective from uh, Peter's letter known as First Peter today. Although Peter wasn't making any kind of commentary on you know, the, the holiday traditions that may exist in the world 2,000 years in the future. He's speaking about what everyday Christian life should look like. But he did say some things today that are particularly poignant for the season that we actually are heading into 2,000 years in the future, celebrating the holidays that we celebrate now. I mean, you just watch. If you got to make a bunch of trips to the grocery store because you're trying to cook your Thanksgiving dinner and you find things are not in stock, you can, I mean, it can be crazy. Or trying to find that parking place and fighting for your parking place at the grocery store or at the mall or wherever, and then it only amps up, right? It's going to be Christmas season and we will have goodwill toward all people like that just descends upon the earth. But underneath that, we still are trying to not have to walk four miles to get to the mall. We, we really want that front parking place. And if we can get it, we're going to take it. And if we were about to pull into it and somebody took it from us, well, peace on earth, goodwill toward men takes on a different complexion. So if we think about how chaotic it can get to try to come up with a budget for the holiday season and buy everything and run everywhere and park here and go there and interact with these people and let's not even get started on family traveling in from out of town and just how we can all get together and it'd be so joyous that we're finally together as a family and it's been a while and it's so good to be here and how quickly we just fall into the role that we've always played in our family and it's so easy for the jokes and the kind of ridicule and the kind of stuff that all happened when we were kids to just materialize because we don't know it any other way but it's amping things up inside of us and making us feel anxiety and the swirl inside of us Peter kind of speaks words that are really really helpful for this season and I quote As obedient children, do not be conformed to the desires of your former ignorance, but as the one who called you is holy, you also are to be holy in all your conduct. 
for it is written, Be holy, because I am holy. So again, Peter's not talking about the holiday season in years that are millennia from when he wrote this letter. He's talking about what our every day is supposed to look like. But there isn't really a better time to get into that rhythm and practice this stuff than the times that we find uh, that our rhythms are disrupted. Think about it. You're making stuffing in the kitchen. The cousins are running all over the place. Your siblings are in and out. Everybody's saying what they're saying. Somebody says something a little sideways about the stuffing. Ooh, that doesn't... I don't know if you put enough sage in that. And how easily we can just flip over into a different a different zone and just start fighting back or holding bitterness in our hearts. We could, I mean, I can't even think of how many examples we could use. Anything from stolen parking places to family feuds. We can feel like we have walked with the Holy Spirit during this year and he has grown us so much and we are so in a different place than we were when the beginning of the year started. But we can be around that table and something gets said and we're just, it's like we're a little kid again. Just trapped in a place that we left a long, long time ago, but pulled right back into And it's very, very easy for us to retaliate. Even if we don't say anything out loud, we're like thinking it. But maybe we're saying it. But maybe we should say something before we say anything. Maybe we should say, You must be holy because I am holy. Like, what would that change? If the voice of criticism or ridicule comes our way and our reaction is typically to ball up our fist and start swinging right or to start spewing angry hurtful words just a small pause you must be holy because i am holy immediately resets our posture Peter says some other things that are supposed to be our normal everyday life, but also give us a particularly good opportunity to practice them as we're in this kind of disrupted season. So Peter says, since you have purified yourselves by your obedience to the truth so that you show sincere brotherly love for each other from a pure heart, Love one another constantly because you have been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable through the living and enduring word of God. So if we're sitting around the table and I don't know, easy things to talk about like politics comes up and we're hearing things that we don't ascribe to or believe, like This is about to blow up. Like the Thanksgiving table is about to be set on fire. Remembering you must be holy because I am holy can rescue us. Remembering what we just read from a pure heart. Love one another constantly. Or from our reading today. 
Rid yourselves of all malice, all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and all slander. Like newborn infants desire the pure milk of the word, so that by it you may grow up into your salvation. So much there, just from a little bit that we read today from this letter that can be applied to the season that we're in because it's supposed to be applied to the totality of our lives. And the beautiful thing is that as we continue through, from now through the end of the year, almost every day we're going to be given things from the scriptures that we need to live through the day to navigate the day properly if we're paying attention just like today and so let's take these things to heart brothers and sisters because we can change the complexion of what this holiday season looks like in our families like we're out in front and it's just like when we come to the beginning of a shiny sparkly new week every week and we talk about how it's all out in front of us and nothing good or bad has happened yet and the choices that we make and the words that we say and the actions that we commit that will tell the story of the week it's the same for us now in this season our thoughts words and deeds will tell what the story of the holiday season this year is going to look like well, maybe we can sit around waiting for things to happen and maybe we just react to those things or maybe we decide in advance to love deeply to rid ourselves of all malice and deceit to not be an actor or a hypocrite to not envy to not slander people but rather to be like a newborn infant desiring the pure milk of the word if we decide in advance and commit to a course of action that will allow us to be obedient to what is being told to us in the scriptures we will bring good into all the situations that we encounter and if we get blindsided and we're about to fall into an old trap just remember you must be holy because I am holy can reset us and so let's put it into practice and Father, we are coming into a busy season. We are indeed coming into a time when we need to put this into practice. But this should be our daily practice. And if it hasn't been our daily practice, then we ask for your forgiveness. We're starting to practice right now. And we're going to practice through a season that's going to give us plenty of opportunity to practice. And then we're going to keep practicing because you will lead us into all truth and it is your desire that your sons and daughters grow up and be mature in your kingdom representing you as an ambassador in this world being a witness to the light this is our desire that we be a witness to the light and the light will not be overcome by the darkness because we are choosing in advance to not go into the darkness. Holy Spirit, come. We will not do this on our own and succeed. We don't do anything on our own and succeed. 
we need your help and we ask for it and we rejoice in it in advance and thank you for it in advance so that we can sit back, move forward and watch you at work in our lives. Come Holy Spirit, we pray in the name of Jesus into this season. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com is home base. It is the website. It is where you can find out what's going on around here. And so uh, what is going on around here? So if you live in the United States, then tomorrow will be a national holiday that we call Thanksgiving. And there are Thanksgiving celebrations and gratitude celebrations throughout the earth. This just happens to be the one happening in the country that I live in. And what happens is we have Thanksgiving and then the day after Thanksgiving is Black Friday. And so like all day during Thanksgiving Day, we'll be uh, being festive and enjoying our families and doing whatever we're going to do. But meanwhile, our inboxes are getting cram full of Black Friday deals so that we get in the swing of things. And I just want to be out in front of that and uh, just let you know that the Daily Audio Bible Christmas box for the year 2022 is now available. Now, like you go to dailyaudiobible.com or go into the app and go to the Daily Audio Bible shop and you will find a Christmas section there. And in the Christmas section, you will find the annual Daily Audio Bible Family Christmas box. This is, I think, the biggest we've packed this one this year. We have, for the very first time in the Christmas box this year, Promised Land. Uh, Photographs from the land of the Bible, which is a beautiful photographic journey through the land of the Bible. It's like a coffee table size edition. It's something that is displayable in your home and, and a joy to kind of peruse as we're going through the Bible. So that is in the Christmas box this year. The God of Your Story is also included in the Christmas box this year. So Promised Land and The God of Your Story, both beautiful, hardbound, high-quality editions in the Christmas box this year. We are also including Reframe from The God We've Made to God With Us, which is another written resource that, that I've been able to write, as well as Sneezing Jesus, how God redeems our humanity. And so we've been able to put all of those together in the in the Christmas box for the first time. And so that's exciting. Also, your choice of Wind Farm, DAB Blend Coffee, or we're doing Honey Bush and Rooibos Tea this year. So your choice, coffee or tea. We have the Global Campfire Candle in the Christmas box this year. Love this candle. Loved a couple years ago working with a perfumer and just like getting the aroma right so that it would smell like a candle, but it would smell like a campfire. And just, yeah, the global campfire, just kind of bringing it right right in as we move through the scriptures each day. And so the global campfire candle is in the Christmas box this year. 
the Daily Audio Bible 2022 Christmas Ornament with our word for the year rooted on it is in the Christmas box. You can only get the ornament in the Christmas box. And we have, well, I have a tree that has all of the different years going back to when we began ornaments probably a decade ago now. And uh, so each year I put a new ornament on my tree. I look at those ornaments and I'm humbled by them because each one of them represents a year in community in the Bible. So easy to look at an ornament and go, well, that represents a year, even though that took a whole year to navigate and all of the issues of life that come in a year. But it's nice to be able to look at it and go, we're still here. We made it through another year. And so the 2022 ornament is in the Christmas box this year, as well as a global campfire pop socket uh, for your, well, whatever it is you need a pop socket for, for your phone, for your tablet, little little way to hold it in your hand, little way to kind of keep it in your hand. If you are the pop socket type, that's in the Christmas box. And then two global campfire um, stickers. To put wherever, wherever you like. So it is a jam-packed full Christmas box this year. Super duper excited. I remember when we went through COVID and just trying to figure out how we would even do a Christmas box. And then kind of being able to get back to it last year. But this, this year, we've got it all planned out and packed full. And so excited for that. You can find the Christmas box for 2022 in the Christmas section, either at dailyaudiobible.com or by going to the shop from within the Daily Audio Bible app, and you should have no problem finding it. And so check that out. If you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible, thank you. Humbly, we, we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be around a global campfire if we were not in this together. And so thank you humbly for your partnership. There is a link on the homepage at dailyaudiobible.com. If you're using the app, you can press the Give button in the upper right-hand corner. Where the mailing address is P.O. Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. And as always, if you have a prayer request or encouragement, you can hit the hotline button in the app. That's the little red button up at the top. Or you can dial 877-942-4253. And that's it for today. I'm Brian. I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here. Tomorrow. Father, I come humbly in prayer before your throne once again because you're almighty God and the deliverer of all men. There are so many people among us who are hurting and in pain with very serious problems, Father. Few options. Their tears fall like rain. You said you keep in a skin bag each and every one of our tears. You said every hair on our head is numbered and you know the sum of all our years. You said you'd written down in your book every one of our parts before even one of them was ever formed and only you know our hearts. 
And on top of that, you offered us adoptionist sons once our hearts had been conformed. So we come to you through Jesus, humble, tired, and worn, walking by faith to this place that we consider to be safe. But then we have all these problems that don't go away, even though we cry out to you day after day. Like people with cancer, people who need a liver, and so many other problems, Father, from which only you can deliver. Strengthen us, Father, so we can endure to the end. And if our faith gets a little bit shaky, please revive us again. And help us to see that when we're under such strong attack, that it's really just a wicked one trying hard to turn us back. Help us, Father, to commit ourselves anew. Help us to surrender all every day unto you. BlindTony1016 at gmail.com like to give a shout out to Sherlock Washington on the case. <laughs> Kim, know you very much loved, prayed for daily, and thought of often. And once again, Brian and the Harden family, thank you for this wonderful podcast for God's Holy Spirit to flow. Keep it flowing, y'all. All right, bye-bye. Good morning, Daily Audio Bible. I am a member of the Daily Audio Bible, and I've been member since 2011, but this is just the second time I got a chance to call in. Just want to touch bases with everyone and let you know I am for you, with you, and praying it daily. And I might not call in, but I'm sending prayers up for each and every one. But this, this morning, I have a prayer request. Well, I call myself Waters in Virginia. Well, this morning I wake up and I have swelling all in my lower cheek. I've had this going on and off for about two months, maybe a little longer. And I went to doctors and they don't know what it is. They say that it's nothing to be worried about. This claim is not an allergy because we went through the allergy testing, but not the allergy but it actually do the allergy puncturing where they do samples. They just did blood tests. But anyway, I want you guys to keep me in prayer that the Lord, I'm believing God for my healing. And I'm thanking him and praising him each and every day. I know God is the answer to all things. And prayer can never fail me. I just want you to keep me in prayer that this healing ceases in the name of Jesus and my health be restored. And I'm praying that everyone... Be blessed all the callers that call in. I'm praying with you. Can't just name each and every one of you right now, but I am with you. And I know God is with all of us, and God is the healer. And I know God is with us and in us, and we just believe and receive from God. Have a blessed day in the name of Jesus. Thank you. Hello, my daily audio family. I'm listening to all the prayer requests. It breaks my heart to hear so many that I need. The girl that's sad, and she, she's tired of being sad. I, I pray, God, that you, in Jesus' name, will give her the joy of the Lord, that you'll let her know, Father, show her, Lord, why she's so sad, Father God, Father, speak to her as she sleeps, Father God, when her spirit is still and resting. 
Holy Spirit speak to her life. Father, breathe joy in her life, Father. In Jesus' name, I pray for the husband who's in Las Vegas and is um has a a bad a bad addict addiction to drugs. Lord God, I pray that you speak to him as he sleeps, as he rests. Let him hear your voice, Father. Heal him. Show him your way, Father. Make a way, Father God, to all my my friends that are requesting prayer, dear Father. I ask you this in Jesus' name. There's nothing impossible for you, dear Father. You sent Jesus to cure the sick, to heal them all, to rescue them, to restore them, Father God. Give them the the joy of salvation, your Father. Reach down to those that are in need, Father God. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Hi, Sean. I heard you, and you are in my prayers. I battled with addiction from 26 years old to 41 years old, so 15 years. In my experience, and to overcome, I did four things. I stopped drinking because even moderate drink led to drug use. This required a mindset change. I also had a support system, in my case, my wife, who assisted me to understand the reasons for my actions, past trauma, lifestyle, and so on. Three, I changed the places I went to and adopted a healthier lifestyle. I exercised frequently and felt more joy. I stopped going to locations that would trigger its drug use. For example, bars, until I had the strength. I diligently studied the Bible using the DAB platform and to seek to apply it in my life. I have now been sober for over three years. I never felt better. I wish the same for you, brother. God bless. Good morning, this is Nobody Gets Left Behind in Colorado. I'm thankful for all my dad family, the multitude from around the world that will gather one day before the throne of our Father God, a throne near the sea of glass with our mighty King Jesus seated at his right hand. I have a praise report for you. My brother Jeremy was freed from prison. He was there for almost 20 years. He's now able to listen to the DAB every morning with me. We get to Bible study and fellowship and go over it together. I also wanted to let you know that my daughter Halo, she's being recorded in a music studio. She's singing worship music that God gave me to write. I also want to give a praise report for the Wednesday Bible group that we um, have that's based off the DAB studies. It's still going strong. A shout out to all my brothers and sisters in Colorado that are in that group that are listening. I, I did want to um, thank uh, the gentleman that said the prayer for the baby storm that has cancer. Uh, brother, your prayer and your words just touched my heart. I just want you to know I'm very thankful for that. I'm thankful for all of your words and prayers, uh, family. It just always touches my heart. It always just... Um, fills me with so much love and gratitude. I do have one quick praise, uh, our prayer request. 
If you can please pray for my mother, Catherine, uh, who's been homeless uh, since January. She lives in a tent. Um, it's a pretty cold here in Colorado now, um, below freezing, and every day I wake up, I just pray that she's not um, dead. Um, but if you could just pray for that, I would really appreciate that. I love you guys so much. Until next time.